0: A wheel fell off the stroller the other day (laughs) while I was pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a a baby inside?
1: It should be. Let me, I'll say this up front. Uh, Russ is an eccentric uh, millionaire in New York who carries around a baby black bear in a stroller. (laughs) And we've all told him, like, you can't
2: have a pet black bear. You certainly can't carry it around in a stroller. Yeah, I mean, we all, it's great that it talks. We right, like uh, we love that it talks, and ha- you have a whole sort of Stuart Little fantasy that you're living yeah. right now. And anytime he's in the middle of the story, I love how he's
1: constantly like, "Now bear with me," because uh, that busts that me busts up. me up it, so hard.
3: It, it, f- Fresh, can you actually mute me for a second? Because I need to say something to the audience. I just don't want you to hear this. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm um, mute, yeah I'm muted f- for the audience. It, bears don't talk. It just goes,
2: roars. yeah, and then trans- thinks it. that.
3: Yeah, it he th- thinks it's saying his name. Yeah, and we just kind of humor it because it—you it, know, you don't want to upset a bear, okay, oh,
1: bro, uh, or, or uh, the owner uh, of a bear. Yeah, I'm kind of waving. Much as you can never own a bear, right? Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waving to Fresh t- so he can unmute. Okay, good. Okay. Oh,
0: we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but he's like really good at talking now. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what are We'd, some of the things such... he can say? Oh, he says my name all the time. Uh huh he says uh like he talks about like the top of a house <laughs> uh brandon routh he talks about all the time <laughs> uh-huh. it's just nonstop
3: man What's it, who, who's his favorite I, indie comic it, it paul sheer rust <laughs> <laughs> road <laughs>
0: Noted indie comic Paul Rudd.
1: Ironically, this bit is rough. Um,
0: anyway, a wheel fell off the stroller and it didn't go great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
3: uh.
2: My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I'm a squid. I'm a kid.
3: I'm a squid. I'm a kid. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Ross Froschkin, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome to
1: The Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. It's a video game club, and just by listening, my friend, you have become a member. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, We are so happy to have you here. Today we're going to be talking about Splatoon 3, which is, I forget, Chris Plant?
3: Uh, It's the third game in the Splatoon series, which began on Nintendo Wii U, and was like, hey, what if Nintendo made competitive shooters that got somewhat regular releases, and they featured Squid Kids, and now we live in that world where they just keep making these things and they keep being awesome
1: that's true and we're going to hear a lot more about it amazing to think there's more to say but there is and we're going to do that right after the break you go get a phone you just want a phone talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? I'm not going to pull that nonsense. Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars, for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, Easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See MintMobile for details.
0: Splatoon 3. I was going to start by saying I think it's a missed opportunity that Splatoon 2 was not named Splatoon.
2: Yeah. That, and then like, this hmm. one could have been called Splatoon. Splatoon 3. Which would have been yeah. so awesome also. Um, I once had a canker sore on my Splatoon. It was oh, terrible. No. <laughs> uh, I also think it could have just—they could have just called this one Splatoon Two, which would have been great. Also, cause... Splatoon Two because nobody played the first one because it was only you. We're still very <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> um, this is a. This is a. This man. Okay. What can I get a general vibe check from the room? vis a vis Splatoon. I know it's not Justin's cup of tea. That is true. I,
1: I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I, I I am uh I like some of what Splatoon does so much, specifically like painting as the central mechanic to yes. claim territory. I like that so much that I wish the the other sort of half of that coin, the the combat's um sort of felt better to me or gripped me more than it does but i really like the core concept and i think that it's very fun
0: yeah i have uh i've enjoyed splatoon games in the past but have never like sunk like 30 hours into one and like gotten up the rankings and like unlocked everything but i've really enjoyed myself splatoon 2 was really the first one that i played with any level of substance and
2: because because notably it wasn't on the fucking Wii U, which <laughs> was a huge mm-hmm. like mark in the pro column
0: for, for, for me, that it was on yeah. a, a good piece of gaming hardware.
2: yeah, As
1: opposed to a bad one. Yes. But I will
0: say, the the one aspect of Splatoon 2 that kept me constantly hating it, they've fixed in this game. And I guess we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I, I do well, want to mention wait, wait, it. No, why, why would we no, wait? Just just it. It. Okay, I'm going to say Your it. Splatoon 2, thoughts? every time you booted the game... Or came oh, out yeah. of sleep mode, they would force you to sit through a very obnoxious minute-long cutscene <laughs> where two idiots yammered back and forth about hey, what okay. the levels oh, were. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, easy, whoa, 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 easy, okay. easy now. Easy All now. right,
1: okay, we're talking like this now for some reason.
0: <laughs> anyway, now you can just listen to it as a quote podcast in the background while you actually play the game, which was a is nice change fun. of pace.
2: There's three idiots. There's three it? idiots this time, and one of them is like a really just a huge. Like fish, fish man. And I, do enjoy, <laughs> I do enjoy that quite a bit.
0: I mean, I have no problem with them as people. I had an issue with the game and the game developers Forcing thinking it was to, a good idea to yeah. force me to sit through that cutscene every single time I booted the game.
2: There's there. I, I want to frame this conversation by saying that I don't think Splatoon three does really anything huge and new and innovative. But I spent a lot of time playing uh, Splatoon two. Like I finished the. Multiplayer mode. I played some of the uh, whatever the Octo expansion was. I didn't yeah. finish that one, uh, and then I, I I did play quite a bit of the multiplayer. Uh, and this this one feels very 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 similar, uh, albeit with like a bunch of quality of life improvements that yeah, I think I, are are are. are uh, they range from smart to like pretty obvious, like, oh, yeah, that was a huge mistake you made in the last one. It's wild that that, that problem existed in the first place, but I'm glad it's gone.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's them making good on the promise of making a regular release shooter, right? Like, I, I think, like, that's the I think because it's Nintendo, we expect them to be a bit more innovative. But if the idea was looking at Western shooters and saying, what if we did that? Right. Having more of the same seems kind of like inevitable. I'm not saying that that makes the game good or bad or anything. I just think it's like, well, they committed to the bit. I do think it is laudable that this is maybe one of the better
2: online multiplayer sort of experiences that Nintendo has made. Uh, There is rather than having to like navigate just menus to uh, try and get into a match and then sometimes being stuck in this weird menu purgatory when, like, matches take too long to load. There's a proper lobby uh, now, like an online lobby where you can be doing stuff while you're waiting to match up. Um, And then after a match, you can elect to stay with the players that you are on a team with, which is huge because Mm -hmm. uh, finding a good team in this game is a a, a challenge sometimes. It is very easy to feel like... um, like your, your team just can't get it together and then you lose, like, you only paint, like, 15% of the battlefield uh, yeah. and, and get... Can take we take and...
0: a, a step back before we get to... I ending. would love to take a step back. And let's just, like, welcome people who don't understand necessarily what this is. I can do that. Go for
3: it. Yeah, I mean, the the, ba- the basic premise here is you are a squid who is also a kid, or I think it can be an octopi in this one, too, right? Yeah. And you... There are kind of two big parts of the world there's one that's this big beautiful lobby which is like a city that you can explore and buy cool things in and you can see other players and you can share art um and it's just a delight it's a little social space and then there's the game uh which is in multiplayer trying to get the field covered in the most paint possible so it think of like long rectangles and you start on opposite ends, and it's going to be pretty easy to get your side painted. But getting into the opponent's territory or kind of the middle ground is where it's really a challenge because everybody's going after each other. You you can obviously attack each other like in any multiplayer game. But the real goal of this mode is to have more than the opponent's percentage, so more than 50% of the stage painted by the time time runs up.
1: I always used to use the Tony Hawk turf war as a yeah. metaphor, but I <laughs> yeah. like
3: that's maybe less applicable
1: than yeah. like... Splatoon would be the metaphor I would use to explain Tony, so Tony Hawk. For. Yeah, for sure. It's really
2: brilliant. It 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 is one of the cleverer I think like uh takes on an established genre that Nintendo has ever made because it makes it so that you do not feel useless really ever. right, um, right. You, even if you are uh just getting completely destroyed every time you get into combat with with the enemy team you can still like look at the map and see where people aren't and see where a bunch of enemy color is and then blast over there and get it done and still and, and potentially win the match even yeah. without having to engage in much combat. Yeah, I enjoy Splatoon
1: the most when I play it as a role playing game and the role I'm playing is Gary Marcuse's a house painter and <laughs> I just go around and like I don't even trouble myself with the uh, the you know, I see some squid kids like battling, but I'm just a dutiful yeah. you know,
3: I'm just a regular house painter. I go wall to wall and I'm a big bucket of Do, paint do you use the on there. the roll? Because so we should also say there there are guns that fire paint in different ways. There's also just a giant paint roller. There's yeah. lots of things like that. I mean, there's a big
1: I you actually like the bucket. The yeah, the bucket's great. very great. The bucket's great. And I actually was getting pretty good coverage with the uh it's got kind of a uh NES zapper. In it, which is so cool, and I I know that that's it's probably not the best game gun in the game. In fact, they say as much when you're getting it. It's like it's kind of weak, actually. But uh, uh, I got really good. Like it fires so quickly, you can cover a lot of area. It's a weird, it's a weird vibe. It's a weird feeling, and it's very specific to Splatoon. That like when the match starts, typically there's like a good twenty to thirty seconds where like most people aren't rushing the middle to start fighting other people. There's like this little segment where everybody's just like, well, I got to paint over here. (laughs) It almost makes you wish that like some of your home area started out painted. So you could get to like, the engagements and stuff a little quick, so I but think there, there is reason... a meta to painting your own area quickly. I think. Yeah,
3: the the more that you paint, like fresh area that you paint, you can build up a special move. So I think right. it's like right. it kind of motivates you to do both, like both get this painted and accumulate your special so then you can rush the center. But what if they started you with your
1: special and some of the area painted, and you could just
3: it would be a different like, game.
1: <laughs> it would be yeah, yeah it would
0: be. Uh, Speaking yeah. of different games, you should also mention we should also mention the fact that like there are basically two other full modes. In Splatoon, yes. if you are not interested in competitive multiplayer, there's like a single player campaign which has like
3: levels that you go through how, using where, your paint how weapons. how you even but... get to that?
1: Like, how does that
3: start? <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's a comically hidden. I mean, it's not. Really I mean, it's hidden not, hidden not really, really Okay, well, well, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. The way that you get to it at the very beginning of the game, it's like, hey, there's a little sewer lid over there. You should check it out. And then Well, and there's through. a guy.
2: Yes, there's the- an old man creeping on you from the. Okay. It, okay. Did you so, see an old man peeking his head out of a manhole cover, and
3: then they're like, <laughs> or you can
2: go over here and play okay, Splatoon. But, okay, okay, like, okay, okay, oh, okay. 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 On okay. Because I did okay. this. I did this, and I remember it. They
1: say, don't worry about him. We'll deal with that later. And it's like, okay, good. I'm assuming you'll tell since you're like on my nuts every 20 seconds to try to get me to go to the hat store to make myself more fresh, <laughs> I assume that if it comes a time for me to deal with this old man and his business, that you will alert me to that yes. situation. Also, also,
3: in Justin's defense, you start in this giant, awesome, cool-looking city full of interesting stuff, and they're like, yeah, don't worry about that sewer cap over there and that creepy old man. It's only half the game.
1: <laughs> it's And, and also, that, cre- that city is so wild because they're like... When I got to a certain level, they're like, go check out the ammo store. And I, like a tourist lost in, in Shibuya, <laughs> I spent like a half hour wandering store to store, like, one of these has to be the ammo store. And then I'm eventually like, oh, you could go <laughs> from the menu, you can yeah. out, press X and go to that store. You're not really, they don't want you to walk around this weird town.
0: Anyway, um, there is a full-on campaign yeah. in the game. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, is it, it, fun? it, is it I mean, fun? Is it good? I mean, is it good? It's yeah. all right.
2: I actually think it's, okay. it's kind of a step down from the... Uh, oh. I, I think it's a step down from the Octo expansion. Uh, yeah, I didn't play two. that. So. Uh, it, it, it added some like structural stuff that was kind of cool. Um, but even compared to like the Vanilla uh, Splatoon 2 single-player campaign, I don't know. There's just some stuff in this that doesn't that doesn't feel great. Uh, After, after you get through the first few levels, you show up in like a new hub world? Um, And then there are these like barriers all over the place that you have to destroy using this resource that you collect by going through the levels. But once you show up in this hub world, like it's so open and it feels like, am I, is this the, am I wasting my resources by like blowing up this barrier to get to this Mm. level? And um, it's a, it's, I don't know.
0: It's a mechanic that I did not like at all. Um, the levels themselves really feel like, uh, to some extent, training levels. They're a little more involved than that, but they're not yeah. like that dy- It's not like you're playing through a, whatever, a Call of Duty level or anything that involved. I think it's a nice detour. I do agree with you that it's not the star of the show here, yeah. but I think for people that like want to get their feet wet a little bit, just learning how the controls work and how The game works, I think it's a nice option. Um, because the controls are a, l- a little funky too. I mean, oh, I, we, yeah, you were should...
1: talking about yeah, any guys do motion? Um, I, no,
2: I've using for a while. Uh, the horror, yeah, me too. So, um, I do the motion, I like it. Do you?
1: Yeah, I'm, I think I would like it more. It's hard for me to get my head around well, stick to look left and right and, and the thing to. To go up and down, like it's well, hard to it's, get my brain it, around. It's that.
2: more that you use your stick to like move the. If you think about it, like using your right stick to move the your your perspective around and move the screen around, and then you like can fine tune it with the motion controls yeah. when you when you use them in tandem, it, it really does. I provide could see a how there. it would be better.
1: I just can't. I I knew I had limited time here, so I just wanted to, to you know sure. be halfway decent. I had. I don't know about you guys. I had
0: huge
1: problems with connectivity and and it was not on not on my end like my my wi-fi is fine but like i mean really half the matches whoa were people would disconnect early and then that would be like the end of the match and kick you back out to the lobby and uh or a lot of times it would i would say i want to stay with my squad it would look for like thirty seconds and then give me like a connectivity error
0: and kick yeah, like I the, didn't run into uh, that at thing. all. I know then, using... I mean, that's why
1: I want to bring it up because I didn't know, uh, you know, maybe i was just having bad luck or or whatever. It is directly beneath a mesh Wi-Fi router, like it is. It is not a signal issue. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe O-so, it was like know.
0: that day or something.
1: I my okay. So if I could just talk oh, like why this isn't clicking with me real quick, um, and 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 I I would love to see what if if this is similar for you all. Um, the two really the issue i have here and this is what what kind of makes me feel like I, maybe i've just aged out a little bit and that does i don't mean that in a condescending way I mean literally like i'm having a hard time parsing the screen and there's so much in the in the aesthetic aesthetically this is a very like uh Loud? jubilant uh is is a nice way of putting yeah. it like it's very like colorful and there's a lot going on on the screen and i found it hard to like parse when there was an enemy there or like other things in the ui it was just like so crowded to me that it made it hard to parse the action so a lot of times when the time to kill in this game is like weirdly short so it's extremely like extremely short somebody yeah. gets a, a the jump on you and it's pretty much over and that's hard it was hard for me to keep track of that kind of stuff. I also don't feel like I had a really good sense. There's a, a, you can solve this by getting in the habit of checking the map. Like when you get killed, but I don't almost never have a sense of who's going to win a specific match. I mean, sometimes if we're really getting, you know, worked or I'm uh, you, you know, we're really doing a great, great job. I'll know, but like I didn't have a great sense outside of that. And the, the skill level, especially for as early as this is, Man, some people really been sticking with Splatoon too, because I was just getting flattened. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to like engage with other people. Painting was the only thing where I felt like, oh, I'm having an impact here. Cause I, I really struggled to feel that
0: with Yeah, it. I don't think the onboarding for the multiplayer is very good. I don't think it's ever like in the second game, I didn't think it was very good either. Because, you know, not to bring up Fortnite again. Fortnite is very smart because if you haven't played in a while or you're playing for the first time, they're going to drop you in a game and they won't tell you this, but they're going to drop you in a game with bots and you're going to feel like a fucking badass. And then yeah. as you play more games, they're going to slowly remove the bots and eventually it's just going to be you versus actual players. And they're, that's going to be a lot harder, but at least you have those moments here. I played probably 10 games on the first day and lost eight of them. Um, and it wasn't for lack of trying and I've played a lot of shooters, but it was pretty demoralizing. Eventually I started like getting my feet wet and like getting the vibe of it a bit better. Uh, but even then, like if you're getting matched with randoms, I think it's kind of a crap shoot in terms of like who you're getting. I think this game is very much designed with play with your friends, have voice going and coordinate, because if you're not coordinating and you're just kind of like running around painting and stuff like that, I think more often than not, you're just going to lose. There's just yeah. like not a way around that. Did
3: any of you convert your save file from Splatoon 2? I didn't even know that was an option. I
0: didn't see,
2: yeah, I, oh, I, man. I, I only was,
3: just read that this morning. You're that lucky. That, is it, that was a big mistake on my part. So it incentivizes you to do it. it. You get like rewards where you can unlock weapons earlier. Yeah. But I think it forces you to also transfer over your rank. And I got good at Splatoon 2. Like, way I was way more into that than any competitive online shooter than I've been in a long time. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, so I was really looking forward to this game. Not a great way to get back into this because I haven't played it in a long-ass time. Yeah. So I'm playing against people who are extremely good and just getting absolutely wrecked. Um, and, like, to the point where I'm, I'm, like, do I need to, like, delete the game and try to start over? Is there anything I can do? Um. Because I thought every the once general in a while I matchmaking
0: didn't wasn't skill based. I thought it was just random, unless you're playing ranked, in which
3: case it is skill based match. Oh, I got. Well, I mean, maybe it's just because I got thrown into ranked. Oh. I mean, it said that I was thrown into ranked.
1: Do you guys find what do you guys think about the speed of uh, uh, unlocks for for the weapons?
0: I thought stuff? it was really smart because the <laughs> yeah. system, the way it works, is you can level up, and as you level up, you'll get tickets, and to unlock, let's say, the zapper that you were mentioning before, the NES Zapper, you need to be level nine, but if you wanna spend more tickets, you can unlock that basically right away at yeah. level three, once you have enough tickets, you just have to spend more tickets to do it. I think that is a brilliant way to do it because someone that like wants to like look up a tier list, I did this, what are the best weapons for newcomers, whatever it is, uh, yeah. I was able to do that and be like, oh, I'm gonna skip ahead and unlock this weapon first. Yeah. I think that's really smart.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, they, it very weirdly gates off a lot of stuff until you hit level four, which yeah, I I uh I would estimate maybe a a dozen matches or so. No, like, I it, didn't think of it.
0: Maybe. May I think it depends on how much mean, you maybe. win, really.
2: Yeah, right. You, you you get experience whether you win or lose, and then you get experience based on individual merits, but you do get more if you win. Yeah. Um, it's,
1: there's a lot of guns in the game, but it's not throwing like a bunch at you all at once. And that's what I think is actually kind of cool about the the way they have it is it, it's not so fast to level up where you you are still kind of forced to sit with a gun. Like if you buy a new thing, it's going to be a few matches until you can unlock another gun. And that's kind of cool because it kind of makes you sit with it. Like, even if it doesn't grab you right away, like, you are incentivized to, I don't know, try to work with it for a little bit. Because you're not going to, you know, you're not going to, like, unlock four new guns and you're kind of overwhelmed and you try one and you stick with it. Like, it's paced a lot more deliberately than that. And I think that that's really good because this is a game where, like, I would say more than almost any other competitive shooter... Your weapon choice is like absolutely crucial for like what you are going to be doing in this. Like they feel, especially each one has like its own super move, can feel completely, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, are pretty
2: I, I, I didn't finish the thought. You have to get to level four before you can unlock, like, the clothing store or yep. the whole Salmon Run mode, which I've only really had time to play, like, one match of, and it felt a lot like Salmon Run, which is uh sort of a wave-based co- cooperative mode that is fine. It is always... It's like the zombies mode of Call of Duty for me, which is to say, like, the mode I don't play very much. Um... And I, I don't know I thought that was kind of a weird choice because uh, the way that clothing works and style works in the game is is like way deeper than I think uh, most folks would estimate once you start playing. Uh, where yeah, like each there's piece of clothing associated. has different perks on it, right? That that unlock as you like level up that gear, and then you can try and find gear that has the set of perks on it that you want by going to these clothing stores. Uh, it's it's a neat system, and it was just kind of annoying that. Like I had to play for a while before uh, I could I could get to that stuff.
3: Also, the style is the whole point. The whole point of this yeah. game is that you look cool as hell. Yeah, You're, you shouldn't hold off on looking cool.
0: Like, yeah, I, I don't I understand the, the logic that they did where they tied. And I know this is a carryover, tying perks like, oh, I want this whatever. I use less paint whenever I'm firing perk, but I want to like. I'd rather wear the dope hat. I guess this is like a souls you think of souls games with fashion souls where people like just wear the stuff that looks cool regardless of the stats and defenses. It just like why don't they just decouple that because I would rather just equip the perks I want to equip and wear the clothes I want to wear. Yeah, I don't know. it's a weird choice. It, especially since I like love I mean Justin, I know we were talking about how Justin is not this aesthetic like but i love the look and feel of this game so much and the whole series so much cuz it vibes on the like streetwear and um everything you're unlocking just like feels very lively and colorful and interesting and it doesn't really match anything else than the nintendo canon of yeah. like games that they've put out so it's a nice change of pace but uh, but i love the look and feel of it i just wish it wasn't so tied to the oh, I need this it It's cool to, do to
1: do well. n- see Nintendo do kind of like a uh, sort of more youthful, colorful, kitty looking. Uh, uh, I you know like, I well, like that. I mean,
0: you're being it's... facetious. You real you you can acknowledge how different this is from a Mario, right? From a, who's that? From no. a what? Who is that? From a Mario game? Huh? From a fucking Yoshi game? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah 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 yeah. What if what where he's
2: yarn and that's different? <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. Uh, Is I wish that I can,
1: can I say something as, yeah. a, as an observer who's made my feelings clear and I've been trying. Russ brought up the fact that I don't like Splatoon. I didn't bring. I it I didn't up. say that. I, I just said it wasn't your aesthetic. The way Splatoon looks, I don't like it. I want to like this one. Uh, I as an outside observer, I'm feeling like a weird sort. Of, and tell me if I'm like wrong about this or it's just a conversation. But like, I'm feeling a weird sort of hesitance to like place a crown on this game's head. Like there, I'm, I'm sensing some sort of like. As, I do like, think as Splatoon it's the fans. Like, is there I something holding you back? Something you're
2: missing, or is this just like I, more, I feel, too much
1: more of the same? Or where, where yeah. are you guys at?
2: Uh, for for me, Splatoon has kind of always felt like, and I think this this echoes your your thoughts. Juice where, like the core ideas are so great; they are so cool. It just feels like they could do more. They could do more with it. Um, and maybe, maybe for me, like for, for my personal taste, that means like a more ambitious single player experience or, or, or maybe just, you know, more than a, a handful of maps being available at, at any given time. The, the hooks do not come anywhere near the hooks that exist in a Call of Duty or, a, you know, obviously uh, like a destiny is it's is a, a, a different thing entirely, right? This is not a looter shooter necessarily. Um but if it had if the carrots were a little bit more appetizing and a little bit more appealing, I think I would be playing Splatoon a lot more uh than, than, than I am. I don't know that I'm gonna keep playing it after after this episode because those
3: the for me the the hooks aren't necessarily strong enough. For me that's that's what I like about it because I feel like I can play the Splatoon games kind of now and then for a year or two and be totally okay. What I how what, what how like How does
1: that jive though with what you were saying about the the difficulty? Like people w- wouldn't that continue Oh to no, I I time? I think
3: that's an issue of I picked an option that threw me way ahead and if I restarted I would get back to, you know, being paired with people. I would one I would I think I would be out of the specific mode that I'm in in ranking play. So I I'm, I'm not worried about that based off of my time in Splatoon 1, and Splatoon 2. But also just the the like the good and the bad of all the hooks that that Griffin's describing is they get me really obsessed with the game for the first 2 weeks and then I get behind or I go through all the hooks and then i'm done um and then i it's like i don't know it, it's like i got so used to being tricked into playing the game that i i don't have love for the game itself mm. sometimes yeah and we're with this it's just like well you either enjoy the game or you don't you know like you're here to play splatoon and if you like that you can have a lot more of it for a long time
1: it's it's the only the i guess if i were to put what i was struggling with into one sentence i feel like i did you know games really are like about learning right that's the fun Mm. of games uh, most games is like learning and feeling like you're improving incrementally a little bit and just too often with splatoon i would like die or lose a match and not really have a good or 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 kill somebody right and win a match and not walk away with like a better sense of like why it happened like you know what i mean like i didn't feel like i was learning enough like about how the like uh, how the game works and like what i can do to improve at it in in each individual encounter and that's not like about tutorials or whatever but i just found it so hard to parse that uh i found it hard to like see where i was failing and what i could improve on yeah
0: to go back it's an onboarding issue i completely agree i think newcomers to this will feel like they're getting steamrolled and not know why they're getting steamrolled and that can be really frustrating it's nice that there are there's the single player and the co-op mode that you could like you know feel like you're doing stuff but in multiplayer even in the like unranked like random mode there will 100% be moments where you'll feel like you don't know what you're doing wrong and maybe at this point I mean it's so this game sold so well that maybe they just don't super care about that onboarding it seems to crazy feel a to me because like
1: that to me, but
0: I don't know. I mean that uh, it's wild to me as well because it is like like even the dumbest AI. Like if you threw in like AI that like barely shot and barely moved, and that was your first three rounds, and you just like really just steamrolled over everyone. I think that would be a better onboarding because you can get a feel for your special weapons. You can get a feel for. You know, oh, the painting mechanic and whatever it is, or
1: things like there's a lot of mechanics that they just don't like. What's the super jump? I I what is the super jump?
2: <laughs> uh, that's a, a a mechanic where you can go to you can spawn in on your bro co op style. Um, I think is that what you're talking about? I won an award for super jump,
1: and I don't know what it. Uh, it, it's a, it's super jumping is an ability that Inklings and Octolings have a lot of them jump very high in the air and land somewhere else I mean I you tell me I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole wiki. There's an encyclopedia page about super jumps. Uh, but I won a couple of times. I won the super jump master award, which is a hell of a thing. Good work, Justin. I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty impressive actually <laughs> to not even know.
2: I, I guess there must yeah, be something natural it's, in it's, me. It's how you respawn in the game and so you can either launch yourself down to like your (laughs) starting area or you can super jump to doesn't that
3: seem like a choice thing to tell
1: people
2: like don't you think that would be such a cool
1: thing to tell people about i think it's funnier
3: to not and then you're like hey i'm a super jump master and they're like oh so you respawn the most (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i think that's what's happening.
1: um splatoon 3 is a fun game that i bet you know if you will if if you've played one before i
0: bet you know if you want to play this i think if you can not. get through those first five hours of multiplayer or whatever it is for a dozen or so matches you will start to like get your sea legs a little bit but yeah. until that happens it is yeah. i agree with justin a little I, rough but it's gorgeous and and there are no other native shooters on switch really i mean fortnite runs on switch but barely so kind of the only game in town if you're looking for a multiplayer shooter on Switch. So um, enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's fun. And I more please, more shooters where you don't have to be good at shooting to yeah. have a good time. That, yes. paint roller,
2: that paint roller is a is one of the bravest innovations in uh for in, in shooter technology in years. Where it really, it
1: is thrilling if you skip encounters entirely, and your whole thing is like, I'm gonna stealth into the back of your base, and then we're gonna paint it while you guys are fighting. That's really fun to
2: do. Or if you can get the drop on it, if you like use your roller to like paint a wall, and then you swim over somebody, and then roll up on them from behind. Like every time you can manage to pull that off, it is tasty, and also you don't really have to aim anything. So perfect. That's nice. All right, we got more to do,
3: but uh, first we have to take a quick
1: break, and then we'll be right back after this.
3: rocketmoney.com slash besties this episode of the besties is sponsored by aura
0: frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house Highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Earlier this week... Nintendo had their, I guess it's annual at this point, September Nintendo Direct. It seems like they've been doing a September Nintendo Direct basically forever. And they tend to be pretty big. And this was no exception. They announced a fuckload of games during this Nintendo Direct. And uh, I don't know. I I was pretty happy. I thought we'd talk through some of the announcements, but I was pretty happy with the lineup.
1: Yeah, the quantity here is not in question. Yes. Uh, especially if,
0: if you... Are a fan of agriculture. <laughs> Great news! There's so lots so to be many held. farming games.
3: To kick things off, what is the number one farming game that you want to play? Well, from let me let direct? me say there are four. Just of from them. this direct, yeah.
0: The, the the four were, uh, Fay Farm, Rune Factory Three Special, Story of Seasons, and Harvestella were the yeah. the four that were I guess announced in this. Uh, Story of Seasons is like a remake of uh
2: of a, I think a, a like Harvest Moon. Game yeah, the evolution of Harvest Moon. Yeah, um, yeah, so, and Harvestella is like a farming game plus JRPG. And Rune Factory Three Special is uh like I don't know if you we Rune talked Factory about Rune before, Factory on
3: this
0: show.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we I think we covered Rune Factory Four Special, which I thought was great, and then Rune Factory Five, which I thought was a turd. From a butt.
0: And then um, Faye Farm.
2: So Fay Farm is the one I'm most psyched for. It is uh from the from Phoenix Labs who made Dauntless, uh, which is a like free-to-play monster like, hunter yeah. action RPG game that I thought was really great. Um Solid. and also a a clever um like a clever game formula to apply that free-to-play kind of model on. Uh, I, I, I didn't stick with it for too terribly long, but I thought that that game was really smooth and fun to play and cool. And the idea of them kind of applying that same logic to a, you know, cottage core fantasy farming game that looks pretty great. Is uh, Faye Farm I, free to play as well? I'm assuming, uh, maybe that's a, uh, maybe that's yeah, just I don't, I don't know. me making an ass of myself, but, um, I, I, yeah, I thought Fay Farm looked fantastic um yeah even though we don't know cool. a whole lot about it i don't know i tried looking if it was going to be on other platforms i would be shocked if if it wasn't since that was kind of phoenix Labs' strategy for dauntless like that game was on absolutely everything but i don't know i guess we'll see
0: um the big announcement of the nintendo direct in case those missed it Are we finally say- got a th-
1: you're going to say one of two things right now, and it's really going to change the way I perceive you. Go ahead. We
0: finally got news of Crisis Core Final Fantasy <laughs> <Reunion>. <laughs> There he goes. You little turd. computer uh, rhythm. I written. love. I <laughs> love. You stinky old
2: turd. That the remake of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core got like the, just the most scant announcement. Just the briefest like, oh, and by the way, the worst Final Fantasy VII uh, game. Is uh, it bad? I've not played it. it. Yeah, I, I I boy howdy. It was it Zack. So if you like Zack and who doesn't, uh it was a PS was it PSP or PSV? I think it was PSP. Yeah. Uh sort of uh side story to Final Fantasy VII uh where you play as Dark Hair Club. And uh there was like everything took place in a like slot machine materia system that was so like bad. It was so, like, nonsensical and not fun, Uh, and so it is wild to me that they are remaking that. But I guess, I don't know, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake was great, and so maybe they're trying to capitalize on that.
1: I really get a kick out of Nintendo's third-party announcements. Like, I never can guess if it's just like, so you've been waiting to... uh to play, it takes two. Well, good news, you can now. Here it is, it's right? just, it's only been a couple years. Like, it's, I'm sure it's still pretty, pretty cool. Like, just go in there and uh, play it if you want. You well, like, they're, Resident, like, they're
2: doing, you like Resident Evil, you want to stream them all? You ball? heard
1: your yeah. friends talk about that a couple of years back. I mean, in <laughs> go, their
0: defense, back. I got Tunic j- did just come out. Uh, this year and and now it's uh, in September. It's coming out on Switch and PlayStation. Yeah. That's so. good.
1: That's a really good and I think that's a great fit for Switch. Actually. So good like, on that's Switch. Yeah. really, that'd be really good on Switch. Um, can I? I, I really want to talk about all these games for sure. Can I? Like, can I? Can I sidebar for just a minute? uh Oh. Mm-hmm. So the live stream didn't stream on Nintendo's UK YouTube channel. They did not live. Stream. Okay. <laughs> they did not live stream it out of quote a mark of respect during this period of national mourning following Queen Elizabeth's death.
3: Is the, that real? They
1: not, yes, yeah. Uh, but they put it up after as a video
0: a video <laughs> on demand. It's
1: so it's so it's so wild to me. that Nintendo's like imagine's a world where they start streaming it and one of those guards with the big hats is like Hey!
2: What are you Stop did, that!
1: What are you guys doing live now? You're telling people about Fire Emblem Engage during this this terrible period of our nation's history. Hey, can I check uh, in I, real
2: quick? Can I get the quick Russ uh, Freshick report when they started? They opened up the direct with the new Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Engage, which did, I guess. thought I would have bet dollars to donuts they were announcing fire emblem heroes 2 for the ios just because it was all about i need to summon marth to my side for 99 cents us dollars uh but no it's it's like a proper fire emblem Emblem game which i'll always i'll play every one of those thank you thank you for that
3: Uh, also zel zelda
0: Zelda they also announced zelda what did you want to know of griffin specifically a what you you said you wanted my gut I want to that. know if you also thought it was Fire Emblem Heroes oh, 2. I, I, I know well, here's the here. thing about Fire Emblem trailers in general. I knew it was a Fire Emblem trailer, but at this point, you don't know if it's going to be a Dynasty Warriors game yeah. I don't care about. oh boy.
2: I love being suspended in that fear of, is this going to be a game I give a shit about?
0: Right. Or is it a true Fire Emblem game? This indeed looks like a true Fire Emblem game with probably the most shameless fan service I've ever seen. But that's okay, Serve because it, it is a true turn-based strategy, tactical Fire Emblem game. game. Yep. And it's coming in January. It's very soon, and I'm actually genuinely pumped for it. So I'm very happy. But we will talk about the actual star of the show. All kidding aside, it is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is the sequel, effectively, for Breath of the Wild.
1: Can I say something? Yep. That's a fucking sick subtitle. That's so cool. Well, They've had it's a bunch of bad ones. I think Tears of the Kingdom rules.
0: Maybe it's Tears really of metal. the Kingdom. Is
3: it Tears what? or Tears?
0: It could be Tears. It could be both. Holy shit. I mean, Bioshock already, already did levels. that. They've done it again.
2: But, um, yeah. Yeah, release date May 12th. It could be Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Zerlda is back. Tears of the Kingdom. This is the, what? second or third like gameplay trailer that they've showed off that featured i would say roughly 20 seconds of mm-hmm. yeah gameplay,
0: very gameplay this footage. probably had the least amount of gameplay in it compared to all the other trailers i think it was just about revealing the um which
1: do you think the that they are trying to hide
0: uh. so carrie peach
1: my friend and collaborator has this theory that Midna is going to play a big role in, in this one. <laughs> Do you think that the lack of gameplay footage that they're showing, uh-huh. on not Midna side, I'm not interested. I couldn't actually be. Yeah, so less you're, you think they're hiding some theories. major. That's what I'm wondering, if they're like...
0: You think they're b- being, doing a Metal Gear Solid 2 where you have to play as fucking... Maybe? I mean, like, yeah. kidding
1: aside, like... I, there have been I really a lot of
3: theories about that, right? That, yeah. Like, that you play as... That your arm Z- is infected or something and you play as... Or you play as Zelda or whatever. Yeah, so, I would, let me
0: just say, fucking kill to play a, a full Zelda game as Zelda would be... Like, actually murder. Like, actually murder human okay, beings, so yeah. that's this, uh, To play uh, oh, a yeah. Zelda game as Zelda would be extremely... Cool, um, I know I've also heard theories of like playing as Ganon in a prequel yeah, scenario. I would never. I you would do n- right, n- my man. wife locked in on me playing as Ganon.
1: My kids tell <laughs> you that? Daddy, that's Ganon, he's a bad man, I know, honey. I'm sorry, daddy's I so know, sorry. why are you selling drugs to the Gordo? Well, honey, I'm Ganon, that's what I do, I'm a bad dude. <laughs>
0: It, it, um, the only thing that jumped out at me, gameplay wise, in this trailer was that it, it looked like Link was riding on like uh, an R wing from Star Fox at one sick. point. Yeah, I
2: yeah. mean, it's all it, it is it doesn't look anything like an R wing, but it, it, it
0: was.
1: It's a cool
2: stone. It. It's the same world. Just like an R wing. It's <laughs> it's the, it's the <laughs> same world as uh, Breath of the Wild, but with like floating islands and like more vertical shit going on. So it makes sense that that's like all that they focus on. It, what they showed looks fantastic. I don't want to. You know, they don't need to show,
1: that. I mean, whatever, like they could show nothing, like they, they don't could show need nothing. to show
2: anything, right? Yep. It couldn't matter less.
1: In fact, I kind of appreciate it. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of Zelda games are uh, in the lead up. There's a bunch of like 30 minute long, like, and anyway, here's where all the apples are. And it's like, I don't. I don't need that. Like, I'm going to absolutely play the hell out of this. Just
2: like. Every, yeah. Scene, I mean, you got me, and Justin. I did want to know in the trailer, I get pretty pissed off actually <laughs> when games do trailers or pro- any kind of promotional content really, where they don't tell me how to find all the apples and where they all are. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I do want to give a quick shout out to return to dreamland deluxe, a multiplayer, uh, a Kirby remake, uh, of, of dreamland boy. Howdy. That one's going right, right down the right down the the middle for me what right what was over play, that the snes
0: that. kirby
2: dreamland dreamland return to dreamland like, oh i don't i don't know um but One it's, of them. yeah i, I, I feel it, like if you're if you're a
1: switch fan and i know that we've groused a lot about like switch releases not being really up to snuff which i i don't think is unfair. it's just been very few of them there's been very few of them yeah Russ. um <laughs> I, I i feel like uh I really, I like this, there's not a lot in this Nintendo Direct that appeals to me, but I do like seeing Nintendo sort of, like, settle into, uh, okay, we've got enough of these different franchises spinning that, like, we don't actually have to play with... So, Sony and Microsoft in like the the arms race of keeping up. Like they definitely are showing here. This almost seems like a statement of purpose. Like we have enough of an ecosystem. Like we don't need to lure in, you know, the third party releases to have a chunky version on the switch. Like was so commonplace with the Wii and Wii U. Um, I, think, I think that they've really like come into their own identity. Like this doesn't feel like a platform that's winding down, right? Yeah. Like it feels like, they've got a bunch more uh, uh, lined up for it. And it's this kind of specific stuff that makes sense. Like
2: it's just here on, on switch. Can I say the wildest announcement from the switch from the direct was uh, the announcement of uh, various daylight (laughs) from square Enix, which was an Apple arcade game. That was, I would say, and this is rare, pretty universally panned for being um, not much of a game. And now it's up on that uh, eShop for like thirty bucks, yeah, which is banana cakes. Uh, don't
0: no, but they did announce octopath Traveller, too, which like
1: Russ, would I'm I get sure. into factorio or, or or anybody I guess who's I, played it? I feel I, I haven't feel played like it actually, like, but. but i
0: I know it is a progressive building sim. So those elements, I probably would check your box. But I would say mm. the concern it's very it's uh, my understanding is it's very, very complicated, like getting a thing up and running requires okay. like a lot a of fuzzy, i, I,
2: I of focus. also read some concern that like it is uh pretty demanding hardware wise like you wouldn't think so looking at it but yeah it is, uh, a lot of different uh, that, uh yeah. and and there's some concerns that the switch will not necessarily be able to
0: do that but that is pure conjecture looks fun though. yeah it does look cool uh, I think we anybody like...
1: been playing anything else yeah
0: or experiencing anything else oh oh uh fresh how about you Uh, i'm still playing dark souls 2 i don't need to keep (laughs) talking about it It's. i'm almost done i'm very very close to the end which has been a delight i love it god i feel that way about uh
1: guys i can't i can't stop playing slay the spire like i can't stop it's weird man i accidentally got back into it to play because you guys told me about the uh the release that like the yeah. um oh, fan the made, fan mail the think? fan made thing uh, whatever that's what downfall is that what it's called it's great, um, but the when I figured out that there were like ascensions and it just you could play like a little harder had you never gotten I into I that never, part of I it? never want to I've never wanted to do that in any any other game, but man, slay the spire it just it just gets me like it just hits me. Uh, uh, I love playing harder difficulties. When one ends, I want to get back in and just do another run. I, I, I think it may be inching up on becoming my favorite game. Like, it's, I've spent so much time playing it that it's like, I play it in the way that people play Binding of Isaac. Like, uh, Binding of Isaac, okay, or chess, is what I was going to say. It's <laughs> the like, same thing. I'm just playing it because I enjoy <clears throat> the playing of it. And that's rare for me, right? Because I'm a very goal orient when it comes to yeah. games right i want to
0: like you want to unlock shit rewards
1: i want unlocks yeah. but like this is just like i'm not unlocking anything i just really enjoy like the the experience of playing it which is which is really really nice and maybe obvious and like kind of self-evident if your brain isn't fucking broken but like i yeah. i really really love it anyway no Darth the Spire, Vader, <laughs> if you haven't checked that one out i'm uh, playing something else i can't talk about too ooh. <laughs> here's what
3: that is Oh, Griffin. interesting I, uh,
2: I want to give a shout out. I never talk about non-game stuff but me and Rachel have been just tearing through severance uh, which uh, is f- very cool. Very cool show. It's Apple a, or, Apple TV plus uh, Apple TV plus uh, dystopian Adam, Adam office Scott dystopian thing. office uh, sci-fi show thriller drama Ben, ben Stiller direct It's great. This did you guys catch this week's Ben Stiller direct? I thought that some of the <laughs> announcements were huge, man. Are they going um, back to that Danamora? Is it going back? Oh, you no, know. No, it. it's a
3: cable guy too.
2: Oh, okay, oh, um, like Any um I I've, I've been playing a uh, a game on iOS. It's also on Steam. It's called Melvor Idol, uh and it is it's going to sound like poison, I think, to everybody else on this podcast. So oh, yeah. um for, cool. for the four people. Hey, I heard idle, baby. I, my my ears are perked <laughs> up. So it is a idle game version of RuneScape, the like classic <laughs> MMORPG, where you have a like something like twenty to thirty like individual skills, uh like combat skills and Uh, non-combat skills like farming and mining and cooking and fire making and fishing and uh, you know herb lore and all of those things and it is just a game about sort of uh, improving those skills and they are all connected in in cool ways and it is uh i i played just a uh, not a ton of uh, old school runescape but enough to like Enjoy the that system that is kind of what is the thing people talk about when they talk about Runescape, and this is just a uh, an idle game version of it that I cannot stop playing. Uh,
0: so, is there like graphics, or are you just like tapping like the harvest wood for three hours, and then you come back after three hours and the wood is no? Hard. There's there's no there's no graphics. Is you're picking? I mean, there's images
2: of a tree. <laughs> cool. There's a cool tree jpeg. <laughs> hey Griffin, I love you
1: and as your brother, stop playing this. Okay? No, don't I play won't. this anymore. Okay, I get a mean bu- Justin, hey, you're book. one to talk. Yeah, about. no, I Christ. would <laughs> hope that my brother would step Glass in houses. with me. No, I recognize my own faults, guys. I like to think that I'm a, my own biggest critic as we've established here. I know that I'm tell I'm saying as an outside observer, don't do this anymore. <laughs> Am I installing it? Why would you hey, ask that? Hey, like, is, why would you ask if I'm
2: installing it? I will say like, that's so hurtful. It is an idle game, so you're not constantly really playing it. Also, uh, our our baby has been a nightmare sleeper, and so I've, I've been spending a lot of time, uh, like, rocking him in his nursery and having mm. a one-handed uh, portrait mode game that I can dive into anytime that I am doing that is really necessary, I would Fire say.
3: Fire Emblem, good time to get back. I was going to say, um, oh, my, my honorable mention, I think, is a pretty good match for you. Just something okay. you throw on your phone. Uh, so, as you all saw, John Luke Goddard passed away. Rip. I didn't uh, see that. Wait, yeah, right, you dead. didn't see that?
2: No. Yeah, yeah. Famed, I'm not on Twitter, uh, sorry. I, I miss a lot of deads because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Did you
1: yeah. know he
0: was alive, John, uh, Griffin? Did I know that... Jean Luc Godard sounds like was alive. such
1: an old dude. I kind of assume... I thought he was. I thought
3: he died, died. died in like he, he, the well, early nineties. He's like a movie guy. He so yes. He he well, he was a film critic and then he
2: helped create. The prof- like, he made the professional Fifth Element. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, <laughs> wow, wow. Um, he he helped pioneer the French New Wave and he made a whole bunch of movies. Many of them uh, impenetrable. Some of them I think I personally think downright bad. I loved him in college because he did really weird things and he was a critic who was commenting on film with film which is the thing that i love um now i'm i still really appreciate him but i find his movies kind of challenging to watch that's why i wanted to recommend some movies i think if people are curious about it because they see the name in the news they should check out and i broke them into three categories if you want something easy you should check out breathless or Alphaville. Alphaville is kind of like a sci-fi-ish thing. If you want something in the middle, there's a movie called Masculine Feminine or Un Femme Un Femme or A Woman is a Woman is the English title. They're both delightful and they're like fun and they have like a really cool energy. They're very 60s. And then if you just want to go like Maximum Art Film, his later work, there's a film called Notre Musique, which is like, like post 9-11 movie. And it is extremely difficult. And it was the first movie I ever saw in New York, I believe. Uh, oh. And it was like one of those, like you know, oh wow, I am in New York now. I am seeing art films in an art movie theater. Um, I'm gonna rush out to a post 9/11 movie. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm in New York, baby. <laughs> um, uh, he had a great run. I, w-
1: um, I wanted to actually very quickly because you said that, and it reminded me that we don't have to do video games. So I want, can I have 30 seconds to talk about a movie?
0: Oh boy, uh, sure. Thanks.
1: It's called uh, I finished yesterday. It's called Le Cirque Rouge. It's French. Oh wow! Yeah, Le Sacre Rouge. It's uh It's that's the red circle. It's uh, a fascinating. I've been watching a lot of high stuff for the Adventure Zone, and it is a uh, French film uh, about a guy who gets out of prison and somehow runs into a prison escapee, and they put together a plan to rob this impenetrable jewelry store. Uh, really, the set piece of this, mo- the centerpiece of this movie. And if you hear people talk about it, it's probably for this. There is a thirty-minute like unbroken dialogue free high sequence and it is like there's no there's no speaking in it it's one of the most tense things i've ever encountered Why did like i, feel like
0: I, I I've is, watched almost the exact same thing but it wasn't that movie weird i don't i don't know oceans 11 it,
1: is what you're thinking.
0: <laughs> no it is uh
1: if, if that sounds like a like it like it, it's subtitled you can rent it um i think i rented it from Oh, Rafifi has the same exact thing. Yes, yes, yeah. It, it's definitely a, a, a
0: nods towards Rafifi, Okay, sure. It is within the same genus, but, got uh,
1: it. yeah,
0: it's great. I saw Delicatessen, so we're all just going to talk about French film. Sorry, Griffin, but That's Delicatessen's a, no, oh, very oh, oh, You think uh, I don't know about French Drop films? it. Drop some French film on us, Griffin. Come on, bring it. The French Connection. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs>
2: Supersize nope. me. That's all
1: about French fries and stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I got another one here. And it, what, um, Inspector Gadget 2 with French Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you count Holy Motors? I'm going to count Holy Motors. My
1: favorite film's a French
2: film. I'm so fucking arid. Yeah, my like... favorite film oh, is Inspector a Gadget sweater?
1: 2. Thank you. I'd love to wear one. <laughs> oh, glasses? Yeah, I wear these all the time. I'm very uh, smart about stuff.
0: Uh, yes, thank you to the following people for writing reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Dragolator. Spunky Comics, k 14 and Il Dostino. Thank you for writing reviews on Apple Podcasts for the Besties. Thank you to everyone else for sharing the show, talking about the show, writing reviews on other platforms, just less spreading the word and the magic that is the Besties Podcast.
3: Plant, recap. Uh, Next... or w- <laughs> Not next week. This week we talked about... Uh, Splatoon 3, we talked about like a gajillion Nintendo games that aren't available yet, uh, including Zelda, Tears for Fears. Uh, you're playing <laughs> Dark Souls 2, uh, Justin is playing Slay the Spire and watched Le Cirque Rouge. Um, Griffin is pl- watching Severance and playing Melvor Idol, and uh, I recommended some uh, Godard films, and that's it. Oh, and next week we're talking about Dreamlight Valley. Holy shit! I am so excited to talk about this game. I know nothing about it. I can't. Oh wait my to do god! It. So just
2: play it with your play it with play it
0: with the girls, Justin. How thrill, have you not thrill. heard about this Disney <laughs> fan that you are? I am. I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, surrounded sorry, sorry. by <laughs> three Disney nuts, and I don't know that I can take it. <laughs> uh, oh now I am mean, yeah, it's really? the Stardew knockoff with Disney characters, basically. Oh my god, or Animal Crossing fantastic. knockoff. Fantastic! Fantastic! So we're years. gonna see how this goes. Okay, I'll fantastic. be the grumpy one. All right. Uh, that
1: is going to be... More of a it.
2: DreamWorks guy, Russ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big <laughs> Boss Baby fan.
1: That's going to do it for us until next week. My name is Justin McElroy. Thanks for joining us for the besties, and be sure to join us again next week. Because shouldn't the world's best friends Pick the world's best games?
3: Steve!